If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I believe emotional agility sits between self-recognition and self-management. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Nurse Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Garvin-Mayo. In this episode, we will discuss emotional agility. This topic came up last week when I was facilitating a stress management and emotional intelligence retreat, and I was talking to the group about the importance of understanding and practicing emotional agility. So what is emotional agility? Emotional agility is a phrase or term that was coined by a psychologist and researcher. Her name is Susan David. And what it is, is the ability to be flexible with your emotions, thoughts, and to respond to challenges in a way that aligns with your values and your goals. Emotional agility falls under the umbrella of emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is the practice of recognizing and understanding your thoughts, your emotions, and behaviors, and understanding the emotions, thoughts, and behaviors of others, and using that awareness to bring out the best in yourself and those around you. There are four core pillars associated with emotional intelligence, and they are self-recognition, self-management, social recognition, and social management. For the sake of this episode, we are going to really focus on self-recognition and self-management. When we think of self-recognition, that's really just self-awareness. And stay with me, we are going to tie it all together um, by the end of this episode. But self-recognition is being aware of self. How well do you know yourself? Do you know your strengths? Do you know your weaknesses? It's having a good appreciation for who you are So I think about like your identities, who you are, who you present to the world, and identifying your emotions and the cause and effect of those emotions. So it's really having self-awareness, which is the ability to see yourself clearly and understand who you are, how others may see you, and how you fit or show up in the world. 
The second principle is self-management. This is the ability to use your awareness, your emotions, and your intuition to appropriately manage your behaviors. So it's really the ability to self-regulate yourself. How do you understand yourself? And once you have that understanding, how do you behave or react to various situations? I believe emotional agility sits between self-recognition and self-management. It's important for us to know ourselves, understand our emotions, and when we have those emotions, understand how we will react to various situations that life may present to us. It's about being flexible with our emotions. What do I mean by that? If you are in a situation right now at this very moment, you may react very differently depending on what emotions you're feeling, opposed to being in the same situation one week later where you may have different emotions. Emotional agility in my mind is giving ourselves the grace to react depending on where we are in life. I'll say that again. Emotional agility is about giving ourselves the grace to react to situations based on where we are at the very moment. I think many times in life, we want to be one way, we want to react one way, but that is not realistic in everyday life. Emotional agility gives us the flexibility to flex depending on what's going on. However, the important thing about emotional agility is you being able to communicate that appropriately to people in your circle or people who may be around you, who may be impacted by your emotional state. Because your thoughts feed your emotions, your emotions feed your behavior, and this will impact the individuals around you. So it's important that We, one, accept and acknowledge our emotions, even if they make us uncomfortable, because those emotions are going to guide our behaviors, right? Whether it's, it's a good behavior or a bad behavior, our emotions will definitely guide your behavior. Now, let's talk about how emotional agility is related to stress management. So we all know that life is full of stressors and our emotions are tied to all of the stressors in our lives, right? So if we don't have emotional agility, we may become more overwhelmed by the stressors and react in a way that doesn't serve us or the people around us. So we may not show up the way we want to be seen in this world if we don't give ourselves grace with our emotions. Emotional agility allows us to navigate stress in the way that helps us stay connected to our true self. So I know last week we talked about authenticity. It's so important to know yourself, and that really falls in that first pillar of self-recognition or self-awareness, really knowing yourself, being able to communicate who you are, what you're feeling, why you're doing what you're doing to um, other people in this world. There was a study done that looked at how people control their emotions and how it impacts their health. 
In the study, they used a tool called the Flexible Regulation of Emotional Expression Scale to see how good people were able to control their emotions. They also looked at how well people could understand and manage their emotions using another test. Finally, they asked people about their mental and their physical health using a survey. And what they found is that people who were good at enhancing their emotions or making them stronger felt happier and were more social. On the other hand, people who were good at suppressing their emotions or hiding them were better at controlling themselves. These abilities were related to mental health, but not physical health. So people who had good emotional management skills and were sociable also had better mental health. The results of the study can help people understand the importance of managing your emotions. In the study, there was a quote that says, flexibility in emotion regulation represents a central tenet for overall psychological adjustment. So what it's really saying is some situation calls for us to have expression and some situations call for us to have suppression. So whether we want to overexpress or just kind of keep it to ourselves. But emotional agility is, in my mind, taking that pause to understand how do I want to respond to a specific situation. One of the methods I teach the clients I work with is the stop method. And I believe it's really relevant when we talk about emotional agility and emotional intelligence and stress management. The STOP method is a five-step process that makes you practice the power of the pause. Step number one in the STOP method is to stop. You want to stop. When we are stressed, sometimes we're so overwhelmed with emotions that we feel out of control. So we have to stop, pause, gather ourselves, gather our thoughts, and move to the second step, which is think. You want to think about what are you feeling? What are the current emotions that are coming up for you? What is the situation? Reevaluate what's going on. Why are you feeling this way? Is it something you can control or something you can't control? How are you going to respond to this current situation? Then you move to the third step, which is options. What are your options? Here is where you're going to practice emotional agility because you are assessing if I respond this way, this will be the outcome. If I respond that way, that will be the outcome. So here you are processing your options to respond to the current stressor or whatever is going on. The next step would be you want to plan. Once you figure out what option you're going to go with, you want to plan how you're going to execute it. Here in this step, you want to think about your tone of voice, how you approach the person. You want to be aware, right? We're talking about emotional intelligence. You want to be aware of the other person's emotions, thoughts, or behaviors. Your intention in using this process is not to start conflict. It's really to resolve conflict, to reduce your stress. But it's important if it involves another person that you consider where they are. So understanding someone else is so important. And that is a key part of emotional intelligence. 
the last step in this process is to proceed. So you are actually going to execute the option that you just planned out and make it a reality. Once you go through this process, you have the ability to act or not act with intention because you went through a methodical way of thinking about the stressor, thinking about your response before you actually respond. So this is taking a big pause or stop when you're in a situation to really think through it and think about how do I want to show up, right, in the world? How do I want to show up at work? How do I want to show up in my family? So this is a method that has been very helpful to my clients and myself because I still use it for myself as a way to process and take a step back and not be so reactive. It really gives you the opportunity to respond and not react in certain situations. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you were able to take something from this episode that you can apply to your life today. So just to kind of recap, emotional agility is the ability to understand all of your emotions and understand that your emotions dictate your behavior, understanding all your options and how you respond two different situations and there's no right or wrong, but it's being aware of yourself, being aware of your responses and responding with intention. So you are showing up in the world the way you want to be seen. Until next time, take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Before you go, I would love to share a free stress management resource with you. Go to stressblueprint.com and download your free copy of the three questions to ask when you are stressed. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App, and that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.